0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. This is Steve Glenn. In this episode, Adam and I sit down with Russ Klish, founder of Lakefront Brewery, to learn more about how he got started brewing beer, how they came to be in their current beautiful location, more about the My Turn series, and so much more in this conversation. Uh, Of course, we also touch on some of the things Russ loves most about Milwaukee. Thanks to our presenting sponsor, Advocate Aurora Health, and additional sponsors, Northwestern Mutual and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Take a listen. This is a good one. Then get out and experience Milwaukee. And now, the sweet sound of Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Experience Milwaukee Podcast. I'm Steve Glenn. I've got Adam Darris here. and We've got a super special guest, Russ Klisch from Lakefront Brewery.
1: Ever heard of it?
0: Ever heard of it, yes. (laughs) Maybe some people haven't.
1: And you know what? I'm so glad you're listening if you haven't heard of Lakefront Brewery. Same here. Same here. This is an exciting day for you.
0: So we are in the back of the great big hall here. And at um, Lakefront Brewery, at Lakefront Brewery, live, and good crowd, good crowd, mm-hmm. lots of good tame. food around. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, there's lots of families right now. I think it's. You're I right. Love, it's tame. I love that. It's gonna get could get wild and crazy <laughs> maybe later. <laughs> couple maybe tours. with us. Yeah, couple tours in, <laughs> couple tours in. Um, we did run into our friend Robert from Milwaukee Food and City Tours. We did, tours. and so we. Um, he invited us on a, what is it a, like a c- Milwaukee food cigar tour. and oh that yeah yes, a cigar he, and something. I mean a cigar he mentioned Ma- tour. Uh, he didn't mention Manhattan's but he did mention martini martini's bar. yes. So uh, we m- will have to follow up with that tour later this summer. Yeah TBD on, on when that podcast
1: right. gets released. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, but we are here. It's, this is such a great environment and uh, we should welcome our guests to the show.
1: We should, Russ. Russ, welcome. Thank you. Thanks
2: for coming here. Yeah. And, and then and, uh, setting up in the, the beer hall, we're in the yeah. gunfighter's seat back in the corner. That's right. And, and <laughs>
0: yep. uh, we're ready to roll here. We can we can see if can anyone see uh, suspicious comes in. We have plenty <laughs> yes. of time to run <laughs> out yeah. and make so an escape. So much time yeah. to
1: get all the way across the hall. Yes. <laughs> or back out the back, back way. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah absolutely. Got a back door.
0: Yeah. So we've got uh, Adam is uh, a little starstruck.
1: I'm a beer nut. Oh. <laughs> and so he's been
0: like just you've been like shaking with excitement yes. since we yes. arranged this podcast.
1: I said that in private, but yeah. <laughs> let's just go ahead and throw it on the podcast. <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an it's an honor to be in this in this uh, venue to have some time with you and uh-huh. learn more about and share more about Lakefront and um, and actually get your thoughts on a couple of other things, a couple of twists and turns, right?
1: Yeah, but before yeah. we go too far. Yes. Russ, please introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell All right. us about yeah. how Lakefront Brewery started. Pretend
0: everyone out there has no idea and give us the high level view. Yeah, you and the brewery.
2: All right. I, I guess the story goes is uh, I graduated from college back in 1981 and did not have a job. It was a high unemployment back then, so I didn't know what to do. I moved in with my brother. He lived up in the river west neighborhood of milwaukee and i moved in uh and his birthday was coming up and uh, since he was nice enough to let me live there i figured i'd buy him something for his birthday and i and he was talking about making beer, so i went out and i i bought this book on how to make beer he actually <laughs> read the thing and then he made a batch of beer which which looked like hell <laughs> i remember every kitchen <laughs> utensil was used and floor sticky as possible and you sit there and you think well you, you know how this is going to taste and right uh, And so he gave me a bottle about a month later, and it was not the worst beer I ever had. Not the the worst. Yeah, and it wasn't the you know the best either. (laughs) And but if I looked at my brother and thought, well, you know, he made it this good, and I'm thinking, you know, me being his brother, you know, I could do better. Mm -hmm. And and so I decided to do a uh, batch of beer, and he made more beer. We started entering local contests, started winning local awards. Uh And uh, and made more homebrew interstate contests, won state awards. Made more homebrew, entered uh, national contests, won national awards. You know, and our friends started telling us, you guys should open up a brewery. And when you're 20-something years old, you know, you, you think that's good
0: advice. And, <laughs> and yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't the most popular. Th- I mean, it's, it's, it's micro There's a resurgence right, yeah. now, right? Yeah, a resurgence. But it wasn't maybe the most popular thing to do
2: back then, right? No, it, it wasn't. But. Back in those days, uh, imports had a big influence on people. I mm. remember going out, I, I, like people probably these days, they go out and they'll, they'll buy like a, a six pack they never had before, Right. and they'll bring it to their friend's house and they'll have a few before they go out sure. and, and, and share things. And uh, uh, it's mostly local craft, but back then you were actually were buying uh, imported beer. Uh-huh. And, and so we'd go to the, the stores and constantly buy imports uh, that we could find. And we started reading the books of Michael Jackson, which were a big influence on us. He was okay. such a great writer. And, and uh, how he described the beers of, of Europe and uh, other places as, as so, so tasty and delectable. And we thought, well, geez, if we could maybe, you know, imitate some of those right. styles, we'd really be really be good. Yeah. And that's when we started home brewing, and that's what we tried to do. We, we were imitators back though in that day. Uh, I think most craft brewers probably were, but they became a innovator back in the uh, later nineties. Uh-huh. I I would say. at uh, different styles and types or mid nineties. Right. But um but anyway, uh uh you know, we, we went around and we tried to find people give us money.
0: <laughs> and we we not we'd have rich family. Money for beers, right? money. <laughs> money. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I, I did not understand the concept that you had to have money to borrow money. Right. Yeah, right. And, and, and so That's the crazy. bankers all politely turned us down, which is probably a good thing, because if I would have gotten the money, I think I would have blown it and gone bankrupt. Uh-huh. But uh, And so we came up be like, you know, how are we going to start this brewery? And, and at the time, I eventually got a job working at Johns Controls as an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I was a uh, process engineer, and my, one of my jobs was to run around our, our one of our 11 Battery plants that we had install equipment, so you learn how to work with contractors and right. how, how things are made, and you know install things. And and I also was able to visit a lot of breweries back in the middle '80s uh, okay. on this and see how they were all cobbled together, and so you know it was was possible. So uh, I, I started visiting junkyards <laughs> and and finding pieces of stainless steel equipment that was basically destined for the food industry but it wasn't for brewing, uh-huh. but in some way, shape, or form, you could sit there and say, well, you know, it kind of looks like a brewing tank, I and we put a valve over here. I bet we could like yeah. do this. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And, and if you actually look under in our lot over there, you'll see a little brew kettle. We have to get a sign put on it. But um, uh, but anyway, so we, uh, we hauled it all back. We found this bakery building right down the street from us in River West. Right. Uh, old Pete's Bakery, and uh, we, we built uh, uh, the brewery in there. At first, it was a 55-gallon stainless steel drum brewery. I bought a bunch of old pepsi used to ship their syrup and 55 gallon stainless steel drums Uh and and they were all like you know being sold at some scrapyard in chicago i remember going down there and picking them all up and uh uh, uh, and hauling them back here and then uh you know cutting the tops off and 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 using those as fermenters and built like a walk-in cooler in there (laughs) and we bought some other uh, like a 60 gallon tanks from schlitz when they were closing out of here and got you know, valves or, or ferrules welded on the side of the tank, so we can put our valves on there, and atmospheric burners you put underneath it, and put a hood in. And it took us like two, two and a half years, three years, because I think we, we were incorporated in '84, mm-hmm. and but we didn't. It was almost it was three years later before 87. we were actually '87 before yeah. we were able to actually start up the brewery.
0: Right, man. And that's that's uh,
1: it takes time. Well, yeah, well, we, time.
2: we had our full-time jobs, and those were helping pay for a lot of this stuff.
0: We'd make a little bit of money on our job, and we'd invest incri- it in a brewery. And
1: It started as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's incredible.
0: Exciting. Yeah, it actually, it started maybe as a, I can make beer better than you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, yeah, a little
1: sibling rivalry <laughs> yeah. rivalry mixed yeah. in with a little passion yeah. and some side hustle. So you mentioned uh, visiting other breweries, I assume, yes. around Milwaukee,
2: no, mostly around the country. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh,
1: you were all over the place. Okay. Were yeah, you when doing I was tours at that point, or were you actually going in as a fellow brewer? I'd, I'd be going
2: in as a fellow brewer. Okay. Call, I'd call him up and, and saying, like, a good one would be the Reinheitz-Kabot brewery in, in Plano, Texas. Okay. That, that, that was an amazing brewery that the Thompsons put together back there. Fortunately, they, they weren't able uh, to be uh, brewing today, but that I, I have pictures of their brewery and actually was put into the uh, my, uh, like a historical brewing museum now in, in oh Texas. Oh, I mean, the guy literally built every piece. He built a grain grinder, <laughs> you know, and, and he oh wouldn't gosh. think he built his brew kettles, all, you know, all, all that, and, and hot water heaters, and, and every uh, any piece of it. I don't think he, except his bottle filler, I think was a, uh, a, 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 old, a soda filler and a World Tandem Labeler. But otherwise, everything else basically was built something it. that he built or found in I some I can't even scrap build yard. Legos with the instructions. <laughs> with the
0: instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even do that. This guy
1: built his own brewery. Yeah. That's incredible.
2: But that's what you did back. There wasn't sure. equipment.
0: Or if it was equipment, it was just an arm and a leg to, so, uh, to own. So, so now you're here. Yeah. And that's a story in itself um, in how you got this building it's and, and yes. this Street looked nothing like it looks today. No, it was like the
2: street in front of this, our, our place was looked like an alley. Is when we used to, people used to call it the Polish Highway because uh-huh. everybody used to, you know, it was a half mile with no stop sign or speed limit sign <laughs> and everybody just kind of sped up you and just down the fly thing. Out,
1: you, yep.
0: The Audubon.
2: Yeah, it would be the uh, the Audubon of, of central M- Milwaukee and, and everybody <laughs> just kind of went as fast as they could between uh, up and down and for a while. But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty barren. It was very barren down here. There wasn't any. There wasn't one business that was open except for Bella Luna Pasta at the end, I think. Okay. That that we had, uh, but um, but yeah, there was uh, the city wanted to redevelop it. They knew the potential of having a um, uh, we're on the water uh, back here, so it, it was very uh, you know desirable from a urban setting. Yeah. And so they knew the potential of it, even though that back in those days, you know, pe- people thought. Uh, the, the the value of property on the river was
0: actually less than it was inland, right? Which is crazy the river today. Was nice. the river was not nice. River was not nice. Yeah, right. And were they actually considering this for it to be a prison?
2: Uh, it was two yeah. doors down, uh, Okay. but where Tostel Square uh, apartments, right? That, that that you have right now is. Um, uh, that was going to be the prison. Mm. And so, yeah, that got voted mm. down before we came here, but that was looking at.
0: That's at right. This, this was, uh, what was this before? That it was, an it old was a city
2: forestry building, but yeah. originally built as a power
0: plant. Power plant, right, yes. right. That's power right, plant. yeah. I got my buildings on this street confused. How could you? I don't know. Unbelievable. Um, and, and you guys, I mean, you say you talk about the vision of what this could be, but I think few people maybe had shared that vision at that time and you guys really took a leap. It seems to me in looking at the photos <laughs> of the yeah. street, like, okay, let's do it. Let's, um, let's invest in, uh, in this area and in this building. And uh, I mean, you guys bought the building for a dollar at, I believe, right?
2: Uh, it was close to that. Close to a dollar? I mean, yeah. if you want to, that's another two-minute story, but yeah. it, it was fairly inexpensive, yes. And I got other uh, things given to me from the city. And, gotcha. Oh, very nice. Uh, that we had, but, um, uh, but yeah, you could just basically call it a dollar. Cool.
0: Yeah, and now, I mean, it's a beautiful place. It's the, it seems like the perfect place for you guys to be but back then it, maybe that wasn't so obvious for everybody.
2: No, when I, uh, I mean, I was with my, a banker for eight straight years in our old place uh-huh. up in River West, never missed a payment. And we came down here, to, you know, basically buy the building for a dollar, but I needed like 200,000 to fix it up. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and to move myself in, he wouldn't give me that money. So essentially I was, you know, getting set up in this place with building the whole bit, 200 grand and, and, yeah. and bankers wouldn't give it. There There was some in, environmental issues. Uh-huh. Uh, also, this area used to be big coal fields. So there's some, uh, when you have coal on there, that, that taints the, the groundwater right. a little bit. And I had to go get uh, lawyers, uh, environmental lawyers to come in. And, and uh, they did a good job uh, in, in getting a, what they call a no further action letter for us. And uh, once we got that, the entire street basically got the same letter. Cause it was the same contaminants all the way up and down right. the street okay. and that's why you know the street started becoming um, built up sure and, and uh, so it's cool
1: so I know the pricing is really was really good at the time but what what actually pushed you to pick Milwaukee in general if not just this specific spot
2: well my, my brother and myself we grew up in Brown deer uh, Wisconsin and okay. um, uh, we had a, a couple connections to the um uh brewing industry like i remember I used to caddy for the e-lines i used to work at milwaukee country club uh for a little bit behind the bar and you see the big guys come in and my my grandfa- grandfather step grandfather uh worked as a driver and chauffeur for for the schlitz uh um company or a brewery and we um uh, and a lot of our, my parents owned a bar for a while, uh, relatives owned bar, and, and, uh, and so you, you were in the industry, you are around it a lot when you were a kid, and when you grew up in Milwaukee, uh, uh, back in the, the 60s and 50s and 30s, they, the, the beer barons here were the only royalty the town right. ever knew. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. And so you always looked up to them, and you always thought that, and, and one of the things is that, you know, in the 80s, you could see the decline coming everything kept on consolidating and it was just getting down to like one or two breweries here in the city uh-huh. and you know Schlitz closed in, in 83 I think and you know you can knew Paps was on its last legs and you mm-hmm. think you know you got a ball team called the Brewers and right. it could be possible I know Miller was threatening to move out of town Yep. Uh, at the yep. time to go to the Trenton Ohio plant and, and it was like you know it could be that Milwaukee isn't going to have any breweries and we thought well and that was one thing that did motivate us to sit there and say, well, gosh, you know, the town has got to have another we source can do of it. breweries. Yeah. So we, we did come back and, and
0: wanted to uh, to be part of that renaissance. Cool. It makes sense. I'm glad. When
1: you lay it out that way, it actually yeah. <laughs> that makes a ton yeah. of sense.
0: I'm glad they did that. I am too. <laughs> you're, you're super happy. As, you're I, right. as I drink
1: my lakefront lager. I
0: <laughs> have yeah. the River West. Mm-hmm. It's it's my favorite. It's my favorite lakefront.
1: Um, lager is quickly becoming mine. Okay. I'm a big fan. It's light. It's drinkable. But you don't like IPAs. And that honestly sounded like an ad break that we just did. It's light. It's drinkable. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. I didn't mean to, but I just realized we were like, hey, we're drinking the beers. We should tell people about it.
0: We are enjoying one while we we record this podcast. We are. So that's a good segue for maybe bouncing around on this list of 27 uh, questions we have. Bringing
1: it to today.
0: To now. To this place. Lakefront
1: Brewery has arguably the best tour
0: Thank you. I of think any so.
1: I, it's where I send everybody.
2: Yeah. I, uh, we we kind of learned our tour thing early. I used to give a tour like I was a science teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah. I thought people just wanted to, to learn how beer is made when they came here. Why else would somebody come to a brewery if they didn't want to learn sure. about beer, you know? Right, and, right. and And my brother, he didn't know anything about beer, so he just told jokes and gave out beer first. And everybody <laughs> everybody took his tour. Nobody took mine. And... <laughs> and uh, and so you learn at early age. People basically are here to be entertained and, and want to right. drink beer. Sure. And so those are the two things you want to try to uh, provide them. And you know, so we learned to, to hire, you know, theater people. Yes. Uh, oh, that was comics. gonna be my next question. Uh, How do you yeah. find
1: these folks? Because yeah, they, they're well, they, great. They
2: kind of find us in a way. I mean, uh, you, know, you always had the old adage that you know anybody who's a uh, actor is you know ends up being a uh, waiter or waitress. Sure, you know, between there, right, yeah. sure. between and, and now, they're in Milwaukee. They're a tour guide at yes. a brewery. And, um,
0: Most steady work ever they ever ma- had.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. And so we
2: got, yeah, got several. All of a sudden, they say, "Oh, we got to play," and it's like, "Okay, well, we'll see you after that."
1: <laughs> exactly. and, um,
2: and you know, three months, four months later, they come back and
0: um,
1: and they're back ready to give another tour.
0: Yeah. So um, there's a question on here. Yeah,
1: there is. We're gonna three. 3- there's a, a lot of questions. Three A.
0: Let's wait till the end. Okay. For that. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah, wait yeah. for three yeah. A. Okay. Right. the end. Okay. So, because uh, we talked, to, we talked about like where, like how this all started, why, and I think you've talked, um, clearly about where your passion comes from. Um, I like Adam that you brought it back to here and like what happens here and how it works here. And I um, this is a big place, and you've got plenty of of great beers on tap. The one I get most interested in uh, is the My Turn. Uh-huh. And I know like we're always watching, like what's the next My Turn? What's the next My yeah, Turn? Yeah, constantly. And so My Turn is a way for you to allow employees to brew a batch of yes. their own recipe, correct? Yes, yeah.
2: well what they have, I mean, when you own the brewery, you constantly have employees come up to you and saying, you know. We should brew this style. We should, this do, style. This. <laughs> we should <laughs> do this. We should do that. I'm and getting so that this is the exact When you own anything. To get
1: their <laughs> employees to shut up. Yeah, you'll get your turn. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, at the same time, you know, I, what I was seeing was that there was a lot of breweries doing what you consider a, a one-off series mm-hmm. uh, sure. around there. And, and I, I saw a lot of the one-off series, and to me it was kind of similar a lot of the beers they had. You could tell there's one person that was picking all the, the beers.
1: Yeah. Uh. So you get a lot okay. of similar, like a lot of stouts or a lot of lagers. Yeah, or up. happy beers or, or sure. whatever. Right. And I'm
2: thinking, how do you sit there and, and not have this? And, and then, you know, build employee morale. And, and, and so I came up with this idea. I always thought that if you, you know, work at a brewery, you should at least be able to brew one style of beer in your, your history when you work there. Uh-huh. And so I kind of put both together and say, well, it's our one-off series would then be with uh, our employees choosing different beers. And there's been some real, you know, big winners and, and some others that did okay. But, uh-huh. um, sure. but, uh, but right now, I know it's been fun. I mean, there's people will tell you when they work here, you know, I got three and a half more years for my turn. And, and uh, <laughs> they'll I know, they'll know that this. Too. They'll know when yeah. uh, really their cool. turn's coming up.
0: Yeah, and it's good stuff. It's a good twist. It's a good, uh, I think it's a good marketing tool it's to get people
1: unbelievable engagement, both internally with your employees who get, who know exactly when their turn is up and also, you know, with customers who are like, Oh, I wonder what's coming
0: next. And it, it puts like, uh, you know, not, I think of, of, um, of any brewery, you guys are definitely like tight with the community. Like the community feels tight with you guys. Already, but then you put a name and a, a face to a beer, and it just is, becomes even more personal in yeah. the relationship between I, the, the community and the brewery. So that's that, I think, shines through for me on yeah. that, on yeah, the, my yeah. turn.
2: It is. We always have a release party for them, and it's kind of like, you know, kind of part marriage and graduation or whatever you want to have. Oh, sure, all their friends right. and yeah. relatives will come to this thing, and all the people Incredible. in the brewery will come on down and Incredible. and and, it's uh, really cool. and and drink the beer, so it's fun.
0: So can we... uh, uh, Sorry. We often have guests that you're excited to meet, and then I ask too many questions. So do you have other beer-related or here-related, or can we jump to Milwaukee-related?
1: Well, mostly just keeping it within the brewery, we should also note that uh, pretty incredible fish fry, Friday nights. Stop for the tour, stay for the fish fry kind of deal. And uh, we recently did a podcast where Tia went around a number of different restaurants and tried their cheese curds. from Brewery One. All right, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Second-to-none cheese curds as well. I, yeah, we got them special from clock,
2: clock Shadow. Normally, they yeah. get us a little bit bigger than normal. Yes. People love this. But the yeah, back breading got, is... Uh, yeah, and the yeah. breading's lighter,
0: and they got the good tipping sauce, and yep. those, are, those are the keys, The I keys, think, yeah, that, yeah. And Clock Shadow Creamery is amazing. Um, that, yeah, it's... These... Like my so my wife's here. She's they had cheese curds. I know why did why we did not
1: why overtake we? that basket. <laughs> why I don't didn't know. We just walk away with it.
0: And I'll, here's another uh, in a little inside scoop. I'll share. We came here when my wife was pregnant, and she had two fish fries, in one sitting.
1: I'm really. Sh- <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's really <laughs> excited for you to announce that. To she said I could say that. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Really, okay.
0: Well, you can tell the. I think.
1: I'm glad you got permission. Maybe.
0: So, um, Brown Deer, uh, Milwaukee, this whole region. How do you describe uh, this place to someone who's never been, or friends, or people who have not been here yet?
2: I I just say it's a very welcoming, you know, community. It's very easy. It's fun uh, to me. The the advantage is of Milwaukee is that it's you know it's just exceptionally livable. You can get anywhere in the city in a half an hour. Mm-hmm. You got the um, you know big league entertainment with Brewers, the Bucks. You know Lambo's just a little bit away. You um, you know schools are, are very good here. Yes, um, I would say you know the food is, is very good and a good entertainment downtown. Right, uh, good art scene. Uh, that they have and of course good breweries very, and, good, breweries. very and, good breweries and so you have you know to me it's just it's just easy you know you don't have to Let's spend
1: from oh. six <laughs> there's a tour there
0: Please it is people
1: there's a full cup of
0: beer at the bar if you don't you're doing it wrong also <laughs> That's go awesome. To the awesome wash go, your hands you the end of the beer hall by the ginormous beer mug where the sign says
1: Tours start here thank you Right. If that's, that's perfect, if that's any indication on how awesome the tour is, <laughs> it, yeah. I feel like there's no better way we could have done that. Yes,
0: we planned that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we totally did. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mentioned uh, all the breweries. What's what kind? What's your take or your perspective on how many there are now and all the new ones popping up and. Well, uh-huh. it's
2: good, definitely good for the beer drinker. There's yeah, no doubt about sure. that. There, yeah. there, there's uh, some really nice ones, good ones. Uh, to me, there's a lot of disciples out there of beer. Uh-huh. And um, uh, in the past, uh, I've seen uh, some of the big guys, the, the beer numbers go down a little bit. Craft is still up a little bit. But I, I think it's, it helps bring back the uh, excitement for yeah. beer when you, when you have all the other people there. So I don't know. That, uh, it, it, that good. I remember when we were younger, we had a, uh, a brewery started up, uh, and they were kind of like gunning for us. thinking, well, gosh, we'll overtake those lakefront guys. Mm-hmm. And, and we felt we had, you know, you know, a, a, a um, target on our back. And after about, you know, three years, they went away. And if you ever looked at our graph, graph of growth, you would never see when they started and when they ended. Right. Uh, and you know, we just continued to grow during this. We just watched our stuff and what we had to do. And, and to me, that's just the important part. You watch yourself. And mm-hmm. and uh, when you think about the really volume of beer that's drank in this town and how much a lot of these breweries are making, it's not really <laughs> that much. Right. Uh-huh. And, and right. so, uh, you know, to me, you just concentrate on what you do. Mm-hmm. And, well, and if that... they can bring some more and if they, you know... They're good to the industry. It's great great to have them around here. Yeah. Right.
1: That and the continuous inu- innovation that Lakefront has been doing, yeah. I, I don't know how you catch up with something like that. Yeah. You've, uh, lots of green initiatives that yes. you guys are a part of. Um, I'm told there's, in River West, there's uh, solar panels on yeah. the roof even. Yeah, we
2: have a uh, warehouse about two miles north of here. Okay. And... Uh, and so yeah, on the, on the on top, we have it's all solar panels. One of the few, real true solar panel installations in, in the city or any brewery. I think Central Waters might have them in us, and that's if okay. anybody okay. else that has like true solar panels. On it, the photovoltaic.
1: Photo. Yeah, and um, travel green certification. Travel green certification. Yeah. We do a
2: lot of other things here, like almost all the stuff we. Have in the restaurant's all composted uh energy wise you know anytime we buy anything here we got to make sure it's about as energy efficient as, as we can yeah uh, i think we use about as less electricity per barrel and as anybody uh to make the product we, we we try recycling you know as much as our hot water we get off the kettle we're heating up water cold water from the city to go back into the brewing uh process so we recycle that heat
0: and and um, uh, i think adam has also volunteered to drink any beer that spills on the floor <laughs> if you need that recycled <laughs> what or used. So, if you need someone to do that, he's yeah. ready. I, you,
1: I'm not breweries. saying no.
0: I'm
1: not saying no. Of beer. <laughs> you I mean, why not? So, I, what is, uh, I have a
0: question not on our, our list here, but um, I'm just thinking of as we're going through what does distribution look like for you guys? Around the state, around the country, um, I've heard that grist is actually around further than you know the borders around the, of the U.S. So, how, what does yeah. that look like? Yeah, we're in about uh, 25 different states
2: right now, mostly because of Newgris. Uh, yeah. We were the first one really to come out with a, uh, a gluten-free beer uh-huh. that the the government okayed this label with, and we. Uh, you know, started selling at that point, And back in those days, there wasn't as many craft breweries so you could pick up distributors out of state. And once distributors found out it was selling, everybody kind of wanted it. And it yeah, was you know, kind of the question of how much, how quickly we can make it or expand. And uh, we, uh, and so we, we, we got into those states. And once they had, had that, then they could buy our other beer. Uh, so we went there and we're still, at, like I say, selling that around the country we also sell beer in Canada. Uh-huh. We sell a lot up there still. So it's about two, three uh, no, about four percent of about, yeah, three, four percent of our production goes to Canada with the new growth. Oh, yeah. So That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, that's uh the
1: international like yeah. we're, we're
2: we we for a long time I haven't seen the Statistics recently, but it was the number one selling brand of craft beer in Canada. Yeah. The new was. Oh, it was cool. so really? It was like out selling Fat Tire and, and Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, I remember they showed it at the Brewers Conference, and everybody's like, you know, what's this <laughs> new grist? <And>, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That is so Who cool. Is Who are these guys? <laughs>
1: Let's get them. Let's get them.
0: Yeah. Um, what's, uh, so, beer, other beer questions? Adam, no, keep going. I'm gonna gonna spin it. I'm gonna bring it back into Milwaukee because we went to Milwaukee to uh, back to beer again,
1: and then into Canada and back. And into Canada, (laughs) which I would love (laughs) to
0: go back to Canada. What uh, what do you think from a tourism perspective or visitors perspective? What's uh, what are some of the coolest things Milwaukee has to offer besides you, you know you mentioned being easy, being just so much fun and engagement here. And um, what do you think from a tourism perspective draws people in? I mean, it's a combination of, you know, several different things. One of the festivals mm-hmm. people
2: come on in for, the, yeah. the sports people come in for a lot. Uh, but, you know, once they get here, they find, you know, the great breweries, the great restaurants, the great entertainment areas uh, that we do have around uh, the city. Um, and they, you know, they, they enjoy it while, yeah. while while they're here even the parks and and recreation uh that's here you know we have a great lake right um that people can go out on or or be by uh, and and the river system and so there's a lot of very positive things here that you know once people get here they say oh wow you have that too and
0: i didn't know that i didn't didn't know know that Yeah. yeah right
1: oh yeah we hear that constantly oh i didn't know that that's really cool yeah like I'm sure people don't know that New Grist is one of the only. Glu- is it the only gluten beer, gluten free beer? No, there's a couple
2: yeah. of that gluten uh, free, and there's several that try to be gluten removed. They put an enzyme in there, but sure. I think the people that really have the condition uh, don't usually want to drink that beer. They right. usually try
0: to have just uh, the certified gluten free, and we're one yeah. of the, the few certified ones. It's okay. just the best.
1: Just the
0: seriously, best. my GF free friends or gluten free friends. Uh, just rave about it. Like if I don't yep. have it, when they come over, they'll I've beat definitely
1: me up. brought it to a party once or twice, and it was the first thing to go.
0: I didn't have it once. I got, I got pushed down <laughs> in the wow. living room. Yeah. Wow,
1: <laughs> yeah. hardcore. Good friends, maybe new friends. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it on another podcast. So, uh, just
0: thinking about the city and you, and like, what are you, some of your favorite things uh, to do around town when you're not?
1: you hear all the time? Because <laughs> <tour. laughs> you're, <all laughs> here, you're like here. Every time I'm here. Well, I like checking out
0: here. the other uh, restaurants in town. My wife. That's yeah. That's what
2: we do. We go to the newer places. And oh, sure. and, and, and see what the, uh, they're up to, the different types of uh, food. And and uh, she's a big foodie, so we get to, to do uh, to do that. Besides, you know, just uh, you know, checking out other things from other festivals or yeah. uh, places around uh, town that. Uh, uh, that we can go to other recreation from biking uh, that we've done. We, we, you we do it all. Sounds like yeah. So we just get around and, and we do a lot of fun things. And also all the breweries. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of events with the brewery. Sure. That I, I go to, or you know, we should be be part of. And so, you know, those are fun too.
0: Do you um, you have to check out the other breweries and drop in. And I mean, you must stand out when you walk in.
2: Yeah, you, you do, and They, they Where say, "We're oh.
1: front Brewery." Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot, right. A lot of times,
2: they don't want to do that. Hello, they, Russ. Like, <laughs> they come here and they say,
1: "Oh, how you doing?" And yeah, stop looking at so, the back. Yeah, don't, don't look at it while we're <laughs> yeah. making it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but
2: no it's it, 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 they've all I've never been, walked in a place and not been well warm, uh, warmly welcomed yeah, which, that's which is nice that's,
1: that's Milwaukee that's Milwaukee yeah. pride right there and,
2: and even you know they don't have the same distributor even other people from other distributors or other things and you know competitors always have, have treated me treat me either how they're small or large yeah
0: from from Miller down to the smallest guys sure it, do you feel like it's a pretty tight community amongst the Brewers here like in terms of support and in, in kind of like all boats rise. Well, that's uh, I think that's
2: the attitude most have. I um, mean, you go to beer festivals, you know, you don't really ever hear anybody talking bad about anybody else uh-huh. um, in there. And there, there's more collaboration that's done, I, I think, or asking questions, or you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think about these ingredients? What do you think about these pieces of equipment? You, you know. You, that goes on a lot. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. really, a collaborative environment. And also, yeah. I've, I've seen just going to a few of the beer festivals as well, um, what you said earlier, the focus, the focusing yeah. on yourself. We go we, – we can tell you how we make it and how we do it, and uh, usually you try the beer, and then you move on to the next brewery and, and check out what they're doing. Sure. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Awesome.
0: Um, are you guys – how, how are you guys looking forward to or thinking about or preparing for the DNC next year? Um, I can imagine this could be a, a highly sought-after venue for events. Um, how, are you, how are you guys looking at that?
2: Yeah, well, we signed the contract with the DNC to have all of our events booked through them. Okay. And, and so, uh, I don't know if you heard about this or what's happening, but there's uh, uh, some of the top or better venues. Uh, you can actually sign a contract, they'll get like 10% of the, uh, of the contract, but then they say that you normally get like 50 or 100% more than you normally charge mm-hmm. through that. And then they'll make sure that they're good people and they'll pay. And they'll follow through, right? And they'll follow yeah. through. So that's, that's one of the advantages of, of signing up, I think, with the Goodland companies uh, putting okay. it together. And and so we're we're part of that. We're, we're we're trying to do as many improvements as we possibly can. We just got new ceiling sound panels here at yeah. the brewery. If you okay. got to come down and listen or not listen to uh, the, the bad uh, noise in here anymore. <laughs> you can do that. We've done you know our project going on outside. We're trying to fix up the Riverwalk. We're um, we, we've done a lot of other little improvements, from you know new projector to uh, like I say behind the bar. We're we're redoing that to. Uh, a lot of uh, little things uh, yeah. that, that we have. So anything we can think of right now where we're actually improving and, and trying to get it done. Because I got a feeling that once we get them all done, there'll be other things you still want to do. Oh, yeah, sure.
0: Absolutely. Happen, sure. But.
1: Everything will keep popping up. It's like owning a house. Yeah. There's always yeah. something
0: to do. Exactly. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is terrible. <laughs> so much money. Mildly rewarding. <laughs> yeah. So much effort. So much anxiety. Um,
0: uh, what do you... Uh, so there's a question you had on your notebook. Mhm. I would say what's your like hidden gem in Milwaukee to go grab a beer besides lakefront? Cuz you had it you phrased it a different way in your <laughs> notebook, <laughs> did I? Yeah. But like a hidden gem, maybe a place people don't think about. Where do you where's a place that is sort of a secretish that you go and grab a beer?
2: Well, I mean, I've if- I always like the corner bar some place like Regano's or Wolski's.
0: Okay.
1: Oh yeah. And, yeah.
2: You know, to go to, to me, it's it's it just so comforting there, you know, and and uh, uh, to go into and, and 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 drink them. The owners and people there are always so nice and right. Those those are the type of places I, I love going to.
1: You get cool. that hometown feel. I remember hometown the feel. question now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually so. I actually. Um, in my excitement, I asked a bunch of my friends, if you guys had to ask Russ from Lakefront Brewery one question, what question would you ask? And I had a That was what your list was. That was what my list of? was from. Oh, yeah, right, that was okay. what my list was. We've yeah. answered most of it. A lot of them asked really basic questions like, oh, How did you start brewing beer? I'm like, yeah. check the website, it's on there. You can just go look at that. I'm not asking that. But um, but then they got into the, some some of the deeper stuff. Like somebody asked, "What's your favorite My Turn series beer?" Yes. and I'm like, "You want me to ask Russ to alienate oh, all of his yeah. employees?" That'd be yeah.
0: like picking a favorite kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. Don't have to those.
1: I, that's exactly what I said. That's really funny. But My <laughs> Turn,
0: My Turn excluded. <laughs> what's your favorite lakefront beer? Uh,
2: your well, go-to. I, I probably drink more East Side Dark than anything.
0: Okay.
1: What? uh, That's my favorite.
0: All right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's
2: actually the the number one beer that when the brewers are done with their shift and they come up and get their shift beer, they'll probably drink more Eastside than anything. Okay. And it's also won the most awards for us. for us. I mean, it it beat out, like, it it was in a European beer star competition, won a gold medal, beating other (laughs) German-style dark lagers. And so, to me, that's about as good as you get. Yeah, exactly. When it's judged by them,
0: you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I, so. Incredible. I'm going to steal from your perspective a little bit, Adam. Okay. The branding, the design, all good stuff. Um, I know you're, you're uh, I don't know what his title is, branding and design guy. Uh we go from we go back from when his agent, agency days. Uh uh-huh. um, I think the, the just the marketing in general is done really well here. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we try to have a top notch. I mean, it's you know obviously it's a, it's it's a big part of the the industry. Your look, your image. Yeah, and so you want to have it looking good, and so we do what else you know we, we can and and do it. So that's one
0: standard I always want to try to have. Yeah, it's fun, engaging, inviting. Like well,
1: and not only just within the place, but I mean every beer. You yeah. know it's a lakefront. See, I was crew. talking about
0: the beer. You're thinking about the place. That's I'm really thinking cool. Of both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, thinking of it both. all comes together it perfectly, does. I think. And to, what, how to the many truck that, that comes out. Yeah. The, uh, the curd wagon? Yeah. Yeah. The curb truck that yep. comes out. Yeah. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's all on brand. And we and love that. We were, we were here on a Friday, and there's a, a good wait. You know, the night we were here, it was summer night. It's beautiful, and everyone's out fish fry. We nabbed some curds from the curb. From the <laughs> brought him in and just—that was yeah.
2: awesome. Yeah. It was wait. perfect, right? Well, yeah, no, it's a perfect thing. Been waiting around, give you something to do besides being on the river walk and it's just fun. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have a—I yeah. have a hard-hitting question. Yeah, this—this
0: this, <laughs> this could be good because this will be like maybe the last one. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: How do you beat the Friday fish fry rush as a customer coming in? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> maybe you, you want uh, a secret out, I, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well I'm I'm mostly just telling people how how to uh, do it. Uh, how I'd to say navigate it, right? Order, order off, yeah. off the uh, food truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you can
1: get to fish on the food truck. Yeah. Can you really? Yes. Yeah. Well there's an insider scoop right there, guys. So there
0: were tons of people doing that, but I mean the vibe in here is just so awesome that it is. and it's so community because you'll sit at a long table with other families, with other, other families. couples, yep. other yeah. whatever. So it's really cool. I think you wanna be inside. But if you don't have the time, or you're in a rush, or you're just super damn hungry. Yes. Yeah.
1: One thing I've always recommended is, especially for the tour, is book that a week out. If you know At you're going, going to be in Milwaukee on yeah. a Friday or a yeah. Saturday night, book the tour now. Yeah. Do it. And and obviously, always do the tour. Yeah.
0: Always. Always. I know we had uh, some some for my day job. We had some Water Tech entrepreneurs in for a week. This was a must stop place for all of them, and they were just floored Appreciate by the, the environment, the, the food, Yeah, we the try beer, to put everything so.
2: together here. We're about as Milwaukee as you can get from the industrial building to yep. yeah. the brewery to being on water. Yeah. Uh, you know, Got you with are. The, with City the fish, fry, fish and, fry and, and yeah. pretzels and the food and the brats, and uh, so everything kind of ties together here. It's, it's the Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee story all tied I into one. I feel
1: like we should call this the ultimate Milwaukee experience. It is. Fish fry, cheese curds. Amazing locally brewed beer. Cream City Brick. We've got it all.
0: Got it all here. Um, Cool. Well, Russ, thank you so much for joining the podcast. This was such a delight. Adam, check it off the bucket list. Check it off
1: the bucket list. All
0: right. All right. Steven, Adam, I appreciate you coming down here and and, and talking. Yeah, we love it. We love
2: it. We'll do it again next week. Thanks. All right.
1: (laughs) See see
0: you guys.
2: Yeah, next my turn.